see me but uh right does it sound like i'm on old time radio yep i just got a notification that hangout and air on air is going away august 1st august 1st yeah for quick streaming try youtube.com slash webcram webcram webcam so yes we'll have to figure that out yeah we'll have to sort shit out sort that shit out Give him the old hot Barnaby. What's a hot Barnaby? I don't know, but it sounds like something that would be something. Sounds like it'd have to be sorted out. Yeah, like a Cleveland steamer. Like a hot Carl? Yeah. Yeah, the hot Carl is when uh, you're getting a blowjob and you poop on her chest. Or his chest, whatever. That's okay. Sorry, it took me a second to be like... When you said poop, it was like, okay, well, that's you're far away from that. You're on the chest, like, oh, okay, well, this this means it's a certain position. Okay, I got. Yeah, you. like they're laying down, and you're like kneeling over them. Right. Well, I mean, I understand so where things would so need to be. Your butt you, is in the right spot to like you know, you to be in their the mouth, chest. and then your poop to come out on their chest. Yeah, so. and then from that you go into the chili dog. Second on chili dog. You can imagine what that is. Freeze. That's. I don't think I want to know. I mean, I don't think I. I mean, I think I know, which means I think I don't want. I think I don't want to think about it. I mean, you can imagine what it is, but it's that. It's it's precisely what you think it is. At All that right. point, I mean, you only have to move back a couple, you know, inches, and then you know you're there. Boo, boo. Yeah, yeah it's not great. I mean, unless that's your thing, and and then it's awesome. But if it's not your thing, then it's not good at all. So. You know, it's probably not great. I'm just saying it's whatever. Hey, James. Hey, Nick. Hey, James. Hey, Nick. Nick, James. <laughs> You're about to call me Nick. Welcome to Dork. Welcome to Dork. I'm Nimore. I'm James Brown. And I'm Nimore. You're listening to Dork episode 213. Hey, uh, we've been out and as usual, whenever that happens. It's been uh, crazy and strange and there's been I floods apologize. and typhoons and musical theater yeah james has dealt with more flooding than i have we were all supposed to get flooded and die last week and it was not to be barry was like uh hey guys what's up man and we're like god damn it dude sorry sorry i'm just gonna hang out here for a while i'm I'm not as lively as people thought i was gonna be but i'm just gonna be here for a while just kind of yeah so when like we were supposed to be flooding and everything i was actually at a wedding (laughs) Because the bride was like, no, we're having my wedding. Barry, be damned. And she was right. It wasn't... Her will was strong enough that it stopped the storm from coming and flooding everyone. So, way to go, Taylor. Way to, way to go. Way to be. You did it. 
You are the best. Um, so yeah, there's that. There was shit going on. James is basically a father. Basically. And I did so I got a gift for Father's Day, so I guess that makes me a father. Well, look at that. All I See? need to go is go to seminary and become Catholic. Yeah, I saw a cartoon today. Not a like an animated one, but like a you know, single panel New Yorker style. Right. And it's the the adventures of Lord No Kids. Oh. And he it's like a dude in a top hat with a scarf and a cane, and he's walking through the park in without pants on. And there's a goose in front of him, and there's a couple with a kid in a stroller. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just going to follow this goose around for a little while and see where that takes me. So <laughs> here's going, which is basically my life. Like, you know, no kids. I. It, it's not true. I'm actually busy all the time because when yeah. you don't have kids, you're like, yeah, okay. People like that. It's a, it's an, a wonderful quality where they're like, oh, you don't have kids. You, you can do this. You do this now. But I don't. You don't have kids. Is that what you're saying? You're saying you don't have kids? Yeah. Do this. Take care of this for us. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Guess that's happening. And it does. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And I was I was reflecting earlier, you know, because like before it's like, oh, it's Thursday night. I could, you know, before I could be like, oh, I'm going to the movie, or maybe I'll go, you know, to some random arcade and like play a video game for a few hours. And now it's like, oh, I can do this, I can do this. Oh, no, I can do none of that because I have to stay home and take care of this toddler. Right? And they take so much attention because, you know, they're so dumb. <laughs> like, yes. Like, you got to pay attention to those things. Speaking of dumb, dude, I, so I went and I got my oil changed today. Um, oh, yeah. And we, oh, yeah. Did you know? <laughs> no, I was just I got my phone reminded me that I have to get an oil change at a certain mileage because they forgot to put the sticker on it, so I had to like put it on my phone to be like, oh, this is the next time I need an oil change. But like, I'm still like a thousand miles short, but the the amount of time has passed. But anyway, well, yeah, you, so you're you getting should, oil. you should be all right. I, I mean, I know I'll be all right. I just have to like rejigger my phone and be like, okay, well, remind me again in a few weeks. Yeah, like go ahead and get your oil change, folks. That's really important. It is. Otherwise, your engine will not work anymore you'll jam a cylinder head in there and your piston head and, and you're all fucked and sh you throw a rod and you're just fucked you're always all fucked it's all screwed up and you got to get rid of your truck um that's true so anyway i'm sitting i i dropped my car off and i'm like so how long do you think he goes, yeah like an hour and a half no big deal it's like so you think i'll just wait around and he's like, yeah, I mean, it's not yeah, like like an hour or whatever. Thankfully, their shuttle service arrived shortly after and just brought me back to work. Huh. Uh, and he was a 60-year-old black dude who li was listening to really loud country music. Um, no, that can happen. And I was like, so you, you dig on country? And he's like, oh, yeah. He grew up in Houston. It's like, when I was in Texas, you know, I just got really into it. And if you think about it, country music, it's just white people blues. Yeah, I was no, like, no, no, no. I like fair. He's like, yeah, like, you know, listen to this guy. He's just talking about like a woman or like, you know, he's broke or he wants to get something to drink. He lost his you know? dog. And that's like the blues, you know, I'm like, yeah. You know, or you're like talking about how your woman left you and took your money because you were drinking. He's like, yeah, it's the same shit. Yeah. And then like, I don't know. He goes, man, people are motherfuckers. And I was like, <laughs> well, this guy has something to talk about. Uh, yes, aren't they, sir? And he's like, yeah, man. I'm like, you know, like, People like ignore shit. They don't pay attention to everything. Me, you know, I pay attention to the little things. I, I, like stuff that people just let slide. Like I, I notice all that stuff. 
like, you know, I pay attention to all of it. And I'm like, oh, no. I don't know where this is going, but he's going to talk about aliens or lizard people or something. I just know it's going that direction. Thankfully, we got to my office and he dropped me off. But anyway, so I was at, I was at the Mazda place and I'm sitting around and I got to see some daytime TV, which is not great. <clears throat> like daytime television is, is, is really dumb. Until you get to game show time, it's, right, yeah. it's like the Steve Harvey show, which is not great. But also... Uh, there was a show before where this lady was talking about interior design and she was talking about how to redecorate your stairs. You know how that's a problem for you? How you don't know how to decorate your stairs correctly? Yeah, that that I lie awake at night thinking about how to decorate my stairs. Yeah, she was just talking about that for a while. But there was also the daytime political ads because the gubernatorial election is in October. You can't see me rolling my eyes, but go ahead. Oh, man. Like the ads I catch are mostly on YouTube or Hulu or on Spotify. You know, I don't catch all the the dumbass daytime TV political ads that pop up in between all the lawyer ads. And good Lord. This guy, uh, what's his name, Raspone? Have you seen any of his stuff? Yeah, no, I haven't seen his stuff. He looks like he not only wears a diaper, but also eats out of that same diaper Ew. Like he he was talking and he he's like I stand with Trump, and then like showed himself in camouflage shooting a boat and like that was like his whole thing was just like he's he's a businessman who has no political experience he's just like I'm gonna do it Trump did it I'm gonna do it but he didn't he didn't have a team he'd be like Eddie you can't just come up there and be stupid you have to kind of have some like the lines he's saying weren't many as I stand with Trump. Uh, the other guys, they don't, they don't always do what what he likes. Um, but I, I like pork and beans. Like you know, he was just like this pork and beans. Like, dude, what are you? All right, okay, man. And then back to Steve Harvey. Yeah. Who, I I don't understand how he was on Kings of Comedy. Like, his suit does a lot of the heavy lifting. Yeah. But his stuff is like, mm. I understand how he got a sitcom because he's on the level of like Ray Romano, where you're just like he's trying to be inoffensive, but also like I'm inoffensive, but also I'm edgy. But he's not, mm. and that's that's his whole talk show. Like he does a thing where he has people in the audience ask him questions, and he tries to, to do crowd work, but he's no Bernie Mac. And so, man, is, stop. And he's not one of the ones where like you know he's like, oh, and behind the curtain we got your secret baby mama. Yeah, he doesn't do that either. And it doesn't seem like he... I don't know, man. It's... Yeah. I'm just glad I'm at work during the day and I don't have to watch that shit. Yeah. But I wouldn't watch that shit anyway because I got YouTube and Hulu. So there we are. But that's not important. I don't know why I'm rambling there. Hey, dude. <laughs> BattleBots. 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 We haven't talked about BattleBots at all this season. Oh, my God. There's been like... And it's been a fantastic happening. season. It has. It's been a surprising season. We've got teams from all over the world. China. Uh, Russia. Russia. Um, the England. UK. New Zealand. Yeah. Australia. Brazil. Brazil. Multiple ones from Brazil. It's like Street Fighter too. Brazil. Russia. Brazil. China. USSR. Yeah, it would be USSR, but you know, it's that it collapsed. Um, England. <laughs> 
But yes. <laughs> yeah, and who would have thought that Minotaur would be 0 and 2? Right? Right? Who'd have thought Minotaur would need the Desperado Mac? I know. Like fucking catch up. Oh, so I figured out, you know remember I told you I told you that um Witch Doctor beat Tombstone. Yeah. What that was was a summer series um championship for the giant bolt. No, as opposed to the giant nut, yeah. Yeah, it was like uh like exhibition matches, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the BattleBot championship. Um yeah, and damn. Yeah, if you haven't seen that fight, it's on YouTube. And it's one of those things where, you know, they they let Tombstone hit him just right, and then Tombstone, once you throw him off balance, destroys itself. You know, yes. and I think more and more uh, teams are realizing that, and it takes all the fear out of that fucking robot. We're just like, okay, we just got to design. You know, we got to work on the tactics. We got to work on the design. We got to plan on how to handle this thing. And you know, Tombstone's dickhead driver. It's just like, uh, you know, Tombstone can only beat Tombstone. I defeat myself. I'm just the best, and everybody comes out to fight me. Yeah. And this season, they seem like they've really started to take the fear out of Tombstone, and Ray Billings can eat a big bag of dicks. I mean, he was still kicked the shit out of uh, Lockjaw and um, uh, Sawblaze. Yeah. Although, yeah. it took, although it took a while with Sawblaze, because Sawblaze was, like, pushing him around at the beginning. Mm -hmm. He was just like, all right, all right. Yeah. And again, again, he's it's because he's got that, you know, he's got that uh, Goro level fear, you know, where people are like ah. But once you figure out the secret, then you can yeah, beat kick him. him in the nuts. Uh huh. And that's I think more and more teams are going. Yeah, all right, we're just going to kick him in the nuts, and by that, we're just going to take it and make him sling his dumb ass all over the place and break his own goddamn butt. And I cannot tell you, I was off the bed. Like jumping around watching Tombstone burn, and I'm just like, die, die, you piece of shit, fucking burn the fuck up, die. And it did. <laughs> and we went, Carol and I went nuts. Oh, yeah. I was, I was like, oh, oh. It's so crazy, man. It's so beautiful. I know. It's just like, especially when you don't expect it. Like when you're like, all right, this isn't, he, he's just going to kick the shit out of Rotator. It's going to be done. It's going to be done. But no. But no. And there have been some beautiful fights. Just excellent, like, excellent matches where they just, you know, go all the way or where they're tearing the piss out of each other. Just beautiful. I know. They're so really... much destruction. And who did the frog, t the frog team beat somebody that I was surprising? Yeah, like the foam got them all jammed up. Yeah, Ribbit was the name of the frog. Yeah, it tore their arm off and, and it worked. Yeah. But yeah, it's some fun designs. I just, I just love it. Just love BattleBots, especially yeah. when, it, when it coincides with a good, like sumo tournament, <laughs> and I can do both and watch BattleBots and then cool down with a little sumo. In the last tournament, the May, the May Basho, or the I mean the July Basho, um, there was this little sumo wrestler named Inho, and he's like two hundred pounds, and he. Got his Kachikoshi, which means he got more wins than losses. It's 15, 15 fights in tournament. Right. And he ended up with nine wins. And let me tell you, Nagoya Stadium lost their shit. When he won, it might as well have been like the greatest fighter of all time 
<laughs> and he because he, he's been in three major tournaments so far, at least the ones that I've seen. And he finally got it, and people went nuts. It's just this little dude, two hundred pounds, going up against guys. Some of them weigh like four hundred and fifty pounds, and he's winning because he's got to be fast and he's got to get low, and it's just it's amazing. And sometimes he got his ass kicked. Oh yeah. Also, sometimes he kicks some ass. Like you get a dude's leg, and the guy can't do anything about it. It's like I can't get under him because usually what you do in sumer is you get underneath the guy. You get your head lower than his head, and you kind of push him until he's standing up, and that throws off his balance. You win. Right. You can't do that with the little guy. Because he starts out so slow. So yeah. low. You're never going to get that low. You can try and pick him up, but then he'll grab your leg, and you don't know what the fuck you're going to do there. So that's a hoot. <laughs> that's uh, a hoot and a half. Two hoots. Just like the number of scoops in our box of raisin bran. Is that why they're so pleasing? Apparently. My boss, uh, sometimes she sings random silly songs. Um, pretty much like the rest of my team, but that's you know that's not really the point. But one time she came in and she was saying that her kid was excited because he had two poops in one day. Which, Woo! you know, for me, I have two poops at least every day. But that's, that's what's not the point. Um, but she started singing, like, sometimes you have... Here, <laughs> Sometimes you have a two poop day. Some days you poop once, and that's okay. But when you poop poo twice, it's so nice. And then that just reminded me of Raisin Bran. Huh. <laughs> it keeps you regular. It's all that, <laughs> all that brand and raisins. Two poops in every box. Jesus. Blurg. Blurg. So what else is going on, James? Uh, I saw um, Spider-Man. How was that? I haven't seen it, it yet. Good. It was really I'm, good. I'm busy. It was. It felt different than pretty much every other Spider-Man movie, although it was still a logical, um, a logical sequel to Homecoming. Okay. But like you know, the scale of what was going on was so much bigger than Homecoming, um, or at least it felt that way. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> yeah. So, but it was a very different, like, you know, Spider-Man was still being Spider-Man, but there was a lot of Peter Parker in this one. Like, there was a lot, uh, a lot more like, you know, the what's going on in Peter's life kind of thing. That's cool. Dude needed a break. Yeah. You know, he, he died. He did die. So. They did explain, or they did show, like, a scene where, like, you know, because they were talking about what happened with the whole, like, you know, the snap, or what they're calling it is the blip, since pe some people, like, left reality and came back, essentially. Uh -huh. um, so they had a scene where... During when the snap happened, that there was like a marching band on a you know a basketball field or a basketball court, and um, then they like you know disappeared, and then or half of them did, and then later on, they're showing a basketball game on that same court, and you know a bunch of marching band people come back and they're still like standing and marching and like you know playing their instruments, just like you know nothing had happened, so. You get the idea of like if that's what that's what happened like all over the world like people were doing what they whatever they had been doing, and you know they're just like oh I'm back now, although and, and which is weird because a lot of the people it seemed like it took longer than just like that to disappear you know because they were like stumbling around and going what's happening to me oh motherfucker well they were uh -oh. also super powered yeah so maybe yeah maybe the regular people were just you know they disappeared like just like that. So I wonder, like, if you were on a plane and you got disappeared, when you got reappeared, you'd be up in the air. You, 
huh? Would you be up in the air? Yeah. That would be very inconvenient. Right. Had to happen. Or like people reappeared in somebody. Well, I'm sure like, you know, like they displaced, you know, enough. Like the coalescence was probably like significant, strong enough that like, you know, they like turned from ash to human. And like if somebody was standing there, they got pushed out of the way. I'm sure well, that's happened. Also, I'm sure like, nobody, nobody was fused. I don't think anybody was fused. The planet wasn't in the exact same spot either. That's a thing also. Like when I, I always think about this during time travel movies. Like if you go, if you time travel and you go six months back in time, but you don't change position, like the earth was on the other side of the sun six months ago. Yeah. So you'd be floating in space. I mean, even like last night, you know, we're like hundreds of thousands of kilometers different from where we were. I don't know why I said kilometers. What the fuck country am I from? Um, you know, we're science minded gentlemen. <laughs> we're like always moving. Yeah. Well, the, even, as a matter of fact, like the sun keeps moving. The whole solar system is moving. So like, it's not like the sun's in one place and we just rotate around it. The sun's moving and it's like dragging all the planets along. So like we're displaced by like, you know, in like millions of miles every day. Yeah. Everything's fine. Well, the, the working time travel experiment that I, um, that I read about where the guy basically made, it, the guy basically made like a, um, it looks like a blender, kind of. Okay. Um, it's like a, it's a time machine, and you can send stuff back and forth through time. Uh, and, and he's a real guy. He's um, uh, you can find him. He's a he's like one of those uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson guys. Like his dad was real smart when he was growing up, uh, uh -huh. and he he worked. I think his dad worked for like the postal service or something. But he he was really brilliant mechanically. Like he made this like model railroad that went through their house and like had signals and things that would switch on and off. But he just, he built it off from scratch um, because he grew up kind of poor. You know, there were a black family living in uh, Brooklyn or something like that. And like, it was just tough growing up, but his dad really encouraged him to get into science. And his dad died when he was really young. Oh, and so he got really interested in time travel. And one of the first things he made, he made the time machine from the movie, the time machine. In his basement, the H.G. Wells, yeah, based movie, yeah, yeah. He built one like out of cardboard, thinking that you know I'm going to go back and I'm going to save Dad, tell him to quit smoking eight packs a day, you know, cut back on the red meat. Um, but that desire to travel through time never went away. The desire to go back and save his dad never went away, and so he, you know, he went to MIT and he, you know, got a doctorate in theoretical physics and like he's just this brilliant guy. And really focused on time travel and kind of achieved it. But the problem was, he's like, I worked it out, but I can't go further back than when I first switch on the machine. Oh, it's like an elevator. You can't go any further than when the, you know, where the elevator can go. So once the machine's on, you can go to that point, but you can't go past that point. Right. So he worked it out, but it didn't, he's not going to see his dad again. It was kind of a sad story, but also kind of like amazing, you know. Yeah. Like I, I worked out the science, uh, but it didn't work the way we thought it would. Like John Claude Van Damme's full of shit. <laughs> that took me a second. Is it time cop? I don't. I don't think I'm a time cop. Topless yeah. in that one. Who is? Mia Sarah. 
Oh yeah. Well, she's yeah. I've seen her topless in some other like random movie, also. The scene where she's like bathing in some natural little pond, or, like a steam bath. I can't. Remember. Oh, there's a guy in my office who was like, I forget what we were talking about. Labyrinth, I think. And he's like, oh, is that the one with Tom Cruise and that chick with the unicorn and like <laughs> a, a guy? It's like the devil. Make okay. First off, that's Tim Curry. Uh, and second off, that's Mia fucking Sarah. That's also a legend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. And I pulled it up, and I was like, "All right, look, here you go." And it showed Mia Sarah, but after she turns evil. Yeah, like, when she's all like, "Yeah, off doubt." Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah." See, that's one of those moments when I was a kid. Where I was like, "Oh, hey, I'm I'm straight." Um. Yeah. I'm totally straight. I, I'm into this, and not for the costumes. But also, Tim Curry was fucking badass in that. So, I mean, that's considering his pedigree. I may not be completely straight. Well, I don't know, man. Like, at least I've got a toe in the water. I'm just like, also, Tim Curry looked pretty badass in that, and he was fantastic in Rocky Horror. So, shit, I'm at least like a Kinsey one. <laughs> like, you can't be completely straight and be in like start talking about how awesome Tim Curry's body of work is. But whatever, it's 2019. We are who we are. Yeah. Be you. I already Fine. told you who my like, and it's unusual. Like, I don't understand why my proclivities are like this, but like, I, if I were going to go to the other side, it would not be for Tim Curry, even no matter what age he was. Fair. Yeah. I guess he's not my type either. Yeah. I mean, but, like, and, but it's weird. It's like, it's like Jude Law is my guy. I don't know why. Jude Law? Yeah. I don't know. I can't explain it. Yeah, I dude, I can't think of like a guy where I'd be like, yeah, I'd be gay for that. But I'm like, I I, I think I'm at the very minimum like pansexual. Because there's people that are like you're like, in love with half goats? No. <laughs> no, well like like I've seen people that are trans that are, you know, kind of middle of the fence. I'm like, I don't know, I find that attractive. Like mm -hmm. I, you know, I've got to think for androgyny anyway. That whole um you know, like, um, oh, what's her name? LaRouge, LaRue, that chick sings, um, Tiger oh. Lily and, um, Bulletproof going in for the kill. She, yeah. She's got kind of a Tilda Swinton vibe. Okay. Yeah. You know, and there's something about that that I'm like, yeah, I guess I kind of dig it. Did you like Tilda Swinton and Constantine? Yeah. Yeah, I like I like that, that just that level of just like sheer androgynous like power. I'm like, okay, all right, I'm into this. I yeah, know. I don't know. Like, it, it, it's like the the whole conversation about, and it's one I've had with the guys at work where you're like, uh, oh, what's the name? Ah, oh, what's the dude's fucking name? Um, Tom Cruise. No, Buck Angel, the whole Buck Angel versus um, Bailey J argument. Nope. Okay, Buck Angel is a trans man, and he just says he's a he's a man with a pussy. Oh, um, I think you've like, talked about this before. Yeah, we have. Um, he he's he looked. I mean, you see the dude; he's ripped. He's he's a little dude, but he's like ripped. He's got all these like travel tattoos on him, and he's a buff dude. He just He's still got his lady junk. Bailey J's the opposite. Hot chick, got a dick. 
And so it's the whole, which way would you go? And like, I, I have no problem going, yeah, totally Bailey J. Like, that's not even an if. And like, it's not, like, again, I'm not attracted to men. It's not a thing I have. Like, there's not, there haven't been a whole bunch of dudes that are just like, yeah, I'd bang that guy. But I guess, you know, gun to my head, I can name two or three. Like, <laughs> you know, I guess if I got to. And it, Carol and I have talked about it. Like, Carol, Carol has a type of chick that she's into. She likes she likes busty brunette blom, uh, bombshells. Like she wants a chick that's like taller than her that's like stacked. Comes up kind of like that 40s like the chick on the plane kind of thing. On the, on the nose of a plane. She's like, yeah, that, that would be my type. Like she's a fan of uh, oh, who's fuck? Uh, Michael Douglas's wife. Uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Yeah. She's like, oh yeah. Yeah, totally. I was like, fair enough. Yeah, I don't even consider that cheating. I've told her I was like, yeah, if you want to hook up with a chick, as long as you don't get all emotional, like you know, catching catching feelings, go for it. It's a healthy exercise. And she's like, mm, I don't know, it's still cheating. I'm like, that's not cheating. If you if you get emotionally involved, it's cheating. But as far as I'm concerned, that's not cheating. Help yourself. Exactly. Get yourself two scoops, man. But she's like, yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. I am fine with this. Um, I, th- so- I still remember the first time that um, Jane saw, I think it was Charlie Hunnam. The, is that his name? Hunnaman? Hunnam? The guy that was on Sons of Anarchy? Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, she was like, she saw a picture of him on the front of Ent- Entertainment Weekly and she was like, who is this man and why am I not having sex with him? <laughs> Fair. Well, it's like, um, I don't know. Like, I guess I could say Benedict Cumberbatch, but I think it's because he's also kind of on that Tilda Swinton line. Yeah, he really is. You know, he's got like delicate hands. He's skinny. He kind of looks like a weasel. Yeah. You're like, all right. Like, I can see if we're like hanging out, having a couple drinks, you know, in like some like little London pub or like one of those pub library type things with leather couches, you know? And he's like, so you want to know what it feels like to grab another guy's dick? I'm like, all right, we got nothing to do. I'm stuck here for a couple of days. Let's do this, man. But like uh, Sean Patton once said, you know, if I'm going to do it, I'm not going to be gay about it. I'm gonna grab that dick like a man, you know. He's like, make a- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Jerk you off, but you know, not a gay uh, way. Oh, you like that? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that um, Eddie Murphy's currently negotiating? In negotiations with Netflix to do a stand-up special? A stand-up special? No, I had not heard that. Yeah. I, I was thinking... Go no, ahead. Uh, no, you go. No, this doesn't have, I mean, it has to do with Netflix, not really with Eddie Murphy. But I did not realize how many Adam Sandler movies are on Netflix right now. Lots. He, he did a deal. He did a multi-million dollar deal. Just I knew he did the movies. deal, but I hadn't actually seen the movies. Like, I did a... I had a conversation with a coworker, and I was like, oh, yeah, Adam Sandler like, did some stuff. And then she was talking about one particular movie, and I like there was like all these things, like the Wachibowitz brothers or whatever it's called, and the Do Over and um, the Cobbler, and I don't know. The Cobbler may have been like non Netflix, but it was a that bunch. That's a Netflix movie. Okay, and but yeah, it just came up with one where he and I think it's Jennifer Aniston are like spies. Yeah, or, or, or accidental spies. Murder, murder, murder mystery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and the week of with Chris Rock, where they like. Oh, Both. it's um, 
their parents one the father. Yeah, father. Well, it's like yeah, father of the bride and father of the uh, groom. Mm. Um, and they're like putting together a wedding, or whatever. Or Adam Sandler's putting together the wedding, but he doesn't have as much money as Chris Rock, and it's a very frustrating situation. Isn't it always? It is. No, if Eddie Murphy is going to do a stand-up special, I think at this point he should just like he comes out right on stage and he's wearing a perfectly tailored leather suit in a variety of colors, mm-hmm. as is his want. Yes, as we've seen, delirious. And then, and then he just does Bill Cosby himself, like he does the whole thing, <laughs> and he peppers in a couple of his own jokes and Richard Pryor stuff. Like he just f- yeah. fits that in there, but does the whole thing because he can at this point. No one is going to be like, "Hey, that's that's Bill Cosby." No, no. take it. It's take like it. it's lying on the floor and just waiting for somebody to pick it up. Mm-hmm. It's a it is a great special. It's arguably one of the best stand up specials of all time. I had it's it more still or less fantastic. Yeah, I had yeah. it more or less memorized when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. It it was it was one of the first complete bits I could do when I was like eleven or twelve. Yeah. I would just do the whole thing. And, and he could put water on the baby and the shampoo in the two eyes. He may be blinded for life. Yeah, and it's 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 still fantastic. Somebody needs to pick it up, and I think the person that could do that is Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Put it back out there. It's a great special. Those jokes need to be out in the world. They're just funny. not attached to uh, you know a fucking rapist. Yeah. Yeah. So not just a rapist, but like a serial like drugging rapist. It's just, you know. It's not yeah. like he just like you know was on a date with some woman and like went too far. He like had a system. That was how he fucked. Yeah, it just became that. That was the way. So what are you doing tonight? Well, you know we're going out to the movies or something. I'm going to give a chick quaaludes and molest her. Huh, Bill? I I you're getting a little eccentric here. No, nah, man, I've been doing it since the seventies. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> You put you put the quaalude in the pudding pot. Stop it. <laughs> um, but yeah, somebody needs to take that special and get it back out there because I would like I would like to watch it. Uh, like <laughs> it used to be like a two or three times a year. I would just be like, all right, I'm gonna watch Bukowski himself, and I can't do it anymore. <sighs> yeah, I'm also annoyed that I can't watch the Cosby Show anymore because I fucking love that show growing up. Like that was such a part of my youth. And it was a really good show. And now, can't. No. Like Chick-fil-A. No. Like, you know, Chick-fil-A is fantastic. Best chicken sandwich on earth. And I'm like, I can't because they're dickheads. They're fucking chicken nugget things. They're, I don't even remember what you call them. Like tinder? Chicken minis. Chicken minis. They chicken were so minis, good. little tiny biscuits. It's so fucking tender. It's the best chicken sandwich on the fast food market. I know. No question. But I haven't had one in like 12 years or something ridiculous now at this point. And it's not ridiculous. It's perfectly explainable. It's just like, it's just not going to happen. It's like I, 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 like more than, I would say more than half of my friends are LGBTQ. So you can't go pulling up to the theater with like Chick-fil-A. Big bag of Chick-fil-A. Oh God, you get set on fire. <laughs> Rightfully so. I mean, what are you going to do? It's like putting a putting a uh, Confederate flag on your car. It's like, no, guys, it's you know, it's history. I grew up in the South. Yeah, dude, you can't you you can't you can't do that. Yeah, 
It's a no. So I'm going to put a Confederate flag on my car and pull up with Chick-fil-A listening to Bill Cosby himself like full blast. <laughs> it's like, I'm taking it all back. I'm taking it <laughs> all back. Log. You open up the can of worms on these gentlemen, you must be prepared to go all the way. It's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> that's that's my that's gonna be what I say about Bill Cosby himself. No, 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 no. It's heritage, not hate. It's heritage, yes. Heritage, not rape. I don't. He's a terrible person, but it's a funny stand-up bit. Let me alone. I still prefer. I still prefer when I'm like you know chasing JoJo around, um, and he like tries to escape, and somebody like blocks away. I'm like, thank you for being the goalie, which is like what he's saying that like when you know when his wife is when Bill Cosby said his his wife is like beating the kids. <laughs> like my job is the goalie. If they come at me, I kick them back into play. Asshole. The whole chocolate gig bit. That is great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't even make Fat Albert references anymore. Chocolate cake. Yeah. Tainted. And this isn't like Woody Allen movies where I'm just like, uh, who gives a fuck? I know. Ah, I can't watch Woody Allen. Oh, did you ever see Sleeper? It sucks. It's a fucking stupid movie. I don't even know which one that is. It's uh, Sleeper is one where uh, he gets frozen and he wakes up in the future. Um, it's 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 dumb. This stupid movie. Um, but I'm not heartbroken about not getting to watch Woody Allen shit anymore. Right. You know, I'm like, okay. Well, first off, everybody knew he was a creep for a long time, and I don't mean just like entertainment insiders. I mean everybody, because he he married his adopted daughter. Like we all knew. You know, yeah. shit going on from when she was a teenager. We all knew, and people kept sucking his dick and like letting him get away with shit. Bill Cosby, like, there's inklings, but that shit didn't really start popping up until, like, the 90s, as far as I know. Like, where there were, like, rumors and stuff. Yeah. And I didn't, I don't remember really hearing anyone talk about that, like, full on until the first accusations started coming out. And I was like, wait, what? And again, like everybody else, I was like, wait, there's no way. There's no way. Which is, I'm sure, how everybody in Britain felt about Jimmy Savile. Where they're just like, J what? Uncle Jimmy? No. Yeah. And then the answer was yes. Which is why I think all these Mr. Rogers like energy lately is, is so important. Where people are like, okay, okay, look, no, no. There've been like really good people that work with kids and they weren't awful human beings. So they weren't like molesting the children. It wasn't an in, you know. Like yeah. Mr. Rogers. And they've now they have that, you know, the biopics and documentaries and shit. It's just like, yeah, that's good to know. You Even say biopic? Shit. Biopic. I mean, you. I mean, I'm just. I'm not saying there's a right way or a wrong way. I just like you know. I don't think I ever heard you say that word. Biopic. I say biopic, but you know. I think a lot of people do. I think that's the right way to say it. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you watch Good Omens? I have not finished it yet. Finished it I last night. Like four episodes, I think. And then Jane went out of town because we were watching it together, and she like went to Thailand. Uh, so yeah, we could. I'm happy with it. Yeah. Um, no, no, Gaiman was you know involved, and it kept the spirit, and it was good. Well, he told Terry Pratchett that he was gonna like you know that if they made it on TV, he was gonna like help help make it good. Yeah, and he did. It's it's good. And they may be doing a sequel. 
like another series after it. Because apparently he and Terry Pratchett had an idea for a sequel. Oh, which, okay. Which, which was like following the angels. Like it was like a prequel. Like follow them through the years and like all the different shit they got into. That's yeah. Like, like it's an idea. Could work. Yeah, and he's, cool. he's got he's got all their notes, you know, that they wrote together. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So it's not a it's not a bastardization. It's not like what they're doing with Watchmen. You seen the previews for that? Uh, I've seen some preview for that. I don't think I've seen one that ju- is just Watchmen. I think I've seen like the here's what's coming at HBO in like ten seconds of Watchmen and ten seconds of his Dark Materials and ten seconds of Emma Thompson. Yeah, his Dark Materials looks good too. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Watchmen actually looks good. But the guy who's directing it at Comic Con today basically told Alan Moore to go fuck himself because Alan Moore hates everything. He does. Alan Moore doesn't think that anything he writes can ever get, you know, really produced. Yeah. So he was like shitting on it. He's like, ah, it's terrible. It's not blah, 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 blah. And the director's like, hey, uh, Alan Moore, go fuck yourself. Like, straight up. She's like, Alan Moore can eat a dick. I'm doing it anyway. And it looks interesting. I'm, I am going to watch it. I'm curious. Yeah. I mean, they've done some really good stuff with Alan Moore's work, you know, and some of the times it turns out really well. Sometimes it turns out okay. But yeah. you know, it's it. I mean, it has to do with the the director and you know the team that's actually producing it. So, have you seen the previews for the boys? Yes. Holy yeah. shit! That's tomorrow. Yeah, it is tomorrow, or today, or, or today from the yeah, yes, today, it's today, it's uh, July twenty sixth. Yeah, yeah. I've um, my Oklahoma Mike told me about that series, that comic series, like ages ago. And so, like, when I saw it, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yes. And, it, it, you know, Seth Rogen did it. And um, he did, you know, he did Preacher. And I like Preacher. Like, I like what they did. Preacher is one of my favorite series. And it looks like, you know, when Garth Ennis did The Boys, he was like, I'm going to out-Preacher Preacher. Yeah. And he did, and it looks like the show is going to do it. So I'm in. All about it. Excellent. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. Yeah, that is exciting. Um, what else, James? Lots of things happened. Uh, Jessica Jones has a new season out, but I haven't watched it yet. Nor uh, have I. Um, I. I just started watching Star Trek Discovery. Actually, when Jane came back from Thailand, she was like, "They got, they got Star Trek Discovery on Netflix there." So I've been watching the shit out of it. And I'm like, "I thought we were gonna wait and watch it together." And she's like, "Fuck you! I just, I got the ability to watch it." So, so um, we're watching it on like CBS All Access now. Hmm. I heard it's one of those ones that has like a rough first season, and then it kind of catches it, you know, figures itself out. Well, there's a significant thing, like. I mean, it's not a secret that Klingons are in, like, you know, like the, the primary antagonist, at least through the first several episodes. Um, mm-hmm. So, and they look very different than Klingons were used to. But apparently, they mysteriously changed their appearance in the second season. So, they probably look, go back to looking like what we think of as Klingons, as far as, like, you know, um, original series movies and Next Generation stuff. But not yeah. original series Klingons, because that was they were just like humans that are like painted brown. Con. 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 
But yeah, it's kind of irritating that like all the Klingons speak Klingon. I mean, I know that they're supposed to, but like it's been subtitles like the entire time, and I'm like, okay, I'm. It's it's fine to read this. It's just like sometimes I want to like be doing something else, kind of, and like not have my necessarily have my eyes on the screen. <laughs> Can you guys just start talking English, please? Yeah, just do the thing like they did in Hunt for Red October, where they like zoom in on your mouth while you're speaking Klingon, and then you switch <laughs> you to English, and, so, and then everybody understands you're still speaking Klingon. But we can understand you. We don't have to force to learn more Klingon grammar. I learned I learned enough Klingon grammar. I learned, I learned enough to speak it at my wedding. So you know, I don't have to. I'm I'm, I'm tired of speaking Klingon. Don't want to know more. Thank you, Mike. So, oh, and they announced a bunch of Marvel shit at um, Comic Con uh, recently. Yeah, I was reading about the, some of the comics stuff they're doing. Well, and they're also there's going to be another Thor movie, except Thor mm-hmm. won't be Thor. It's going to be Jane Foster. Show me Jane Foster, Love and Thunder, Mighty Thor. Um, yeah, they're going to do that. Kind of like in the two, yeah. uh, Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, which, all about the Loki show. The uh, Winter Soldier and Fal- and the Falcon or Falcon, Captain yeah. America. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lots of lots of stuff. So is like Sam going to take the super, the super Soldier Serum because he's like just a regular human being. He's got to right. He's got. He's he's going to get his ass kicked. Yeah. Like he's he's got to fucking get the serum or something. Yeah. Can't just be him with the wings and the shield. I mean, maybe I don't know. They're working. Uh, maybe, out. We'll, maybe we'll give them the purple plant from uh, Wakanda or something. Wakanda forever. <laughs> Wakanda forever. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe we'll just maybe we'll just uh, get in a chain and dance the conga, and we'll do it for a very long time. Wakanda forever. Yeah, we'll conga. That's fine. I'm just oh, damn it, James. <laughs> Why would you? Um, yeah, who fucking knows? <laughs> yeah, it's a very. I mean, I've been saying this like year after year, like probably since we started this podcast. It's like this is the best year to be a geek or be a dork. It's just like you know the shit that we have loved and adored for years is actually coming to the screen and like real and like you know quality ways as opposed to like you know. When they started making, I mean, the original Incredible Hulk series was cool um, for what it was, but then they made those TV movies where they like tried to put like Thor and Daredevil on, and it was just like, well, this is complete crap. This is like just complete shit. Um, oh yeah, they're bringing Blade in. Oh yeah, with Oscar winner which negates the Netflix Marvel stuff because he's in that. Yeah, he was Cottonmouth in uh, yeah. whatever. Um, Luke Cage. Cage. Yeah, but Alfred Woodard has been two characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as well. Because she was she was um, Black Mariah, and she is also the mother that Tony Stark talked to in um, Captain America: Civil War. Who's who's to say they're not the same? Uh, probably not. Yeah, I mean, you don't you don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but I'd be willing to put money. In your life on it. Oh, well, that's not cool. <laughs> I mean, it is because I'm certain. Almost. I mean, I'm not going to Almost. 
<laughs> you know what? It, it'll probably turn out at most that they're like you know cousins that happen to look alike, but I don't think it's the same person. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> Agree, or disagree. I I I think Chris Evans was you know he's been the same character in all the movies he's been in, like he's always been Captain America, even in Fantastic Four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even he's, in Push, he was just Johnny Rogers, or whatever. In, what was the name of that? Uh, the the movie where he like he was taking care of his sister's kid and she was like a math genius. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that one. The good thing, the what the hell is the name of that movie? Jane would know. You want me to call her in from the other room? Yeah, we're good. <laughs> um, well, I guess with that, uh, I'm Moore. I am James Brown. And I'm Moore. You have been dorked. You have been uh, dorked. Dork, always dork. nice to be back at the murder shop murdering shit. Murder. Murdering shit. Death and destruction! And chaos. <laughs> Gifted. That was the name of the movie. Gifted. Gifted. And talented. Yeah. Alright, James. I will see you later. After a while. Uh, alligator. <laughs> later, folks.